0: Welcome to Let's Talk Socials, the social media podcast that helps service providers to level up their Instagram game and become more confident at it. In this podcast, you learn about the latest updates and trends in the social media space and get a glimpse into my life as a social media manager and coach. Let's get started. Let's talk socials. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Socials. Hands down, the biggest struggle that I see business owners have when it comes to social media is content creation. It's as simple as that and as complicated as that. So in this episode, what I would like to do is run you through the whole process of making a social media post from A to Z. I think this episode will be really helpful for you if you don't really know how and where to start when it comes to social media posting. But even if you have done posts before, it can help you to streamline your process and maybe you'll be able to identify a few gaps along the way that you haven't really thought of before and that you could optimize. The process that I'm about to show you is how I post for myself and also for my clients. So this is a proven process that works for me. That being said, you might need to tweak a few steps or do them in a different order than I do, because it depends a little bit on how your brain works and what's easiest for you. And in general, for every single one of my episodes, when I am giving you tips on processes or I explain how I do things, I always want you to try and see if it works for you. But if it doesn't, I won't be offended, okay? (laughs) Actually, I would hate to know that you're using something that doesn't work just because I recommended it or someone else recommended it for that matter. So have a look at how I do this, how I do the things in my business, and then decide if it works for you or if you need to make some tweaks. For the sake of this episode, we are going to stick to one example of a post so that you can see exactly what each step involves. So my first and second step of the process can sometimes be switched around, depending on the type of content and how we are planning the content. But you'll see in a second what I mean. Usually my first step is to define a goal for the post and decide how it fits in with my overall strategy. A very common mistake that a lot of business owners make is that they just post whatever they feel like posting right now, without thinking what the goal of the post is, and what value lays in the post for the audience. The result of that are posts that don't really provide a lot of value and don't have an impact on your business's bottom line. It's great if you share a photo of your lunch, but is that valuable for your audience? Probably rather not. Does it have an effect on your bottom line? No, it doesn't. So your first step is, what do you want to achieve with this post? Do you want to promote your freebie? Do you want to lead your audience to a new blog post? Do you want to generate more traffic for your website? Or maybe you want your audience to send a message. Figure out what your goal is first before you start doing anything else. The example that we're going to use for this episode is that I want to promote my new blog post. So I want to drive traffic to the website where this blog is hosted on so that people can read it and maybe have a look at the rest of my website and buy something else for me. The second step then here would be to see when I'm going to post this so that I can put it into my content calendar. As I said before, for some clients, I would first have a look at the number of posts that we're doing for that week and see where I still have gaps in the calendar and then try to fill them with posts. So in that case, I would then switch step number one and step number two around. But again, depends on how your process works. In general, it's really important that you have a good content calendar set up so that you don't forget... Posting about important dates, that you don't forget promoting um, (laughs) your new launch or a new podcast. And just in general, don't forget about things that could fall between the cracks. Content calendar can also help you to have a bit of more variety in your content. Sometimes I see people post five reels in a row and then none anymore for the rest of the month. Or the opposite, just posting a lot of carousel posts and one reel in between and then again 20 carousel posts. So if you have a content calendar, you can bring a bit of more variety into your content and switch things up once in a while. If you don't currently have a content calendar that works for you or if you have never had one in the first place, I can recommend my new mini course that I did together with Teachable's Creator Starter Pack. The goal of this course is to guide you through the process of setting up your content calendar and teaching you what should go into a content calendar and what not. And in general, how to stay organized when it comes to a content calendar. There's also a template included that you can use. So there's nothing that can go wrong. The course itself can not be purchased separately because it's part of the membership. But to me, it doesn't really make sense to buy only one course for the same price if I can actually just get a whole collection of courses that is continuously updated with materials from experts in various industries. The Creator Starter Pack is exactly that. So if you're interested in learning more, there is a link to the membership in the show notes as well. Okay, let's get back to the content calendar for a second. Ideally, at the beginning of the month, you would have identified all important dates that need to go into the calendar. Now you could see indeed that this week a new blog post is coming out and uh, then you could decide to make the post about that. As I said before, you could either start from your content calendar and see where the gaps are and then try to fill them with posts or you could first decide on a goal for a post and then see where you can fit it into a calendar. That is completely up to you. So now we already have a goal and we know the when we're going to post it, but we don't know really what we're going to post yet, right? In step number three, we want to identify what the post is going to be about. You could think of it as a working title or a topic for your post. Imagine that our blog post of this example includes three tips on how to middle prep. We could then decide that this particular post will be including one of these tips and will also include a call to action that encourages the followers to read the full blog post if they want to see the remaining two tips. Now we can move on to step four, where we want to decide on the format of our post. By format, I mean whether you're going to film a reel, or you're going to do a carousel post, or maybe you just want to stick to a regular single post with a photo. It, it really depends. Could even be a story at this point. Each of these formats works well for different stages of your funnel that you would ideally have set up, as well as for different topics. Um, This is something that I coach you on in the Profitable Instagram Academy, so I won't be going into too much detail right here in the podcast, but what I would like you to do is to just brainstorm different ways on how you could do this post. For example, you could do a reel that you start with a sentence like, want to start meal prepping? Here's a tip for you. And then you can go on talking about that tip, and at the end you could say, need more meal prepping tips? Check out my latest blog post. Or you could do a single post including this tip and include a call to action in your caption. There are lots of different options that you can choose from, but it's just important that at this step in the process you choose one of them. Step number five is then to actually make the content. Depending on the format that you have chosen, this will involve different things, but it can either be designing a graphic, taking photos or filming videos. When it comes to designing a graphic you could use something like Canva or any other design tool that you know your way around. Photos you can either take with your phone or with a camera, or maybe you even have some professional photos of your products or yourself from a previous photoshoot. When it comes to filming videos, especially talking head videos where you talk and don't just point or lip-sync, like the one that we were going to do for this post, I would always recommend to write a short script for yourself, so that you don't forget what you wanted to say, and more importantly, so you don't ramble on about things that aren't relevant. Once you have the script ready, you can film your video and upload it to your computer or your phone, wherever you're going to edit it. That would then involve cutting out any filler words, maybe adding closed captions, speeding up the video, whatever it will involve, it will involve. Obviously, if you do a graphic or a photo, you don't really need to cut it together anymore, but you might have to edit as well. Step number seven, if you are doing a video, or step number six in the process, if you are doing another type of post, is to write your caption. Some people like to first write a caption and then put together the rest of the content, but I personally prefer to do it this way. When it comes to writing your caption, you should always make sure that you have the three main components checked. First of all, there should always be a captivating hook that encourages your reader to read the rest of your caption. This could be something like a provoking statement or a question. Then you have the main body of your caption, where you could talk about some tips or an experience, obviously depending on the type of post that you do, but it's basically the main value of your post that would be in the body, unless it's already in the video and you really just have a very short caption. That's a different thing then. And lastly, there should also always be a call to action in your caption as well. It doesn't necessarily have to be a salesy one, like go to my website or... Book a call, buy my products. It can also just be a question where you ask your audience about their opinion or maybe if they have heard about this tip before. You you get the idea. Doesn't have to be salesy. The next step would then be selecting the right hashtags. I personally like to do this just before I post, because your hashtags should always be hyper relevant to that specific piece of content and your account in general. So if I choose a hashtag before I know what the post is going to be about, they're not going to be as relevant. And lastly, we have our final step, posting the content or scheduling it so it goes out automatically. You can do this with Facebook Creator Studio. That is what I use. Why? Because it is free. (laughs) It's Facebook's native tool. But obviously, if you prefer another scheduling platform, go for it. Like I said in the beginning, it needs to work for you. There is actually also one bonus step here, which happens after you post. And that would be sharing your posts to your stories. Obviously, this is optional. And also replying to the first few comments that come in right away. I'm saying this is a bonus step because I'm not the biggest fan of sharing each and every one of your posts to your stories, because this can be a bit boring for your audience after a while, and it might not provide so much extra value to them. If you do post it to your stories, please don't hide it behind a sticker, because I can guarantee you that 90% of your audience will not bother clicking on it if they don't know what your post is about right from the get-go. This little hack is actually an outdated advice that a lot of Instagram gurus are still giving, and it could be one of the reasons why your story views are rather low. So what I always recommend is to share it to your stories and say something about it instead of just putting the post there and that's that. Because nobody really knows what you're trying to say by just sharing this to your stories if you don't add any text. And that's it. That's how you come up with a post from scratch. As always, I hope that this episode was helpful and interesting for you. And I just wanted to remind you again of my mini course on content calendars that is now available on the Creator Starter Pack. The link to the membership is in the show notes, and I will hear you next time when it's again time to talk socials.